Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we back with another show, y'all. So in decency in order, let's go ahead and start with the word. And the word we're coming out today is Hebrews 12 and, uh, 12 and 2. And it says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Got to realize when you're going through something, you got to fix your eyes on Jesus. Jesus went through stuff too. And like, I remember my grandmother always say, you know, if Jesus went through it, why, why not you? So everything is, is, is temporary. You're not struggling. You're transitioning. You're, you're not going through this for no reason. Everything is happening for a reason and you're going to make it through stronger and better. But God is trying to show you something. So if he's trying to show you something, keep your eyes on him. Just like Peter coming out of the boat while he was walking on water. As long as you keep your eyes on Jesus, you will stay afloat. Amen. Let's go into prayer. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for bringing us here to see another day, God. We just thank you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. Right now, we just ask you to be in the midst, be in the room, touch somebody today to be able to hear from you, God. Touch everybody that's listening live. Touch everybody that's listening on the playback, God. We just thank you for everything that you're doing. Continue to increase the territory, increase the listenership, increase the sponsorship, increase everything to be able to make this platform the platform that is made for you, God. God, we just thank you for everything. If anybody's going through something, deliver them from whatever bondage they're going through financially, um, physically, mentally, God, help them to find a way because you always give us a way of escape. God, we just thank you and we glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. And what I have to say today is this. You can find me at Instagram, Twitter, at Anointed Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N. Again, Anointed Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N. Or find me at Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Definitely check me out, sending um, in inspirational messages, all kind of things just to be able to encourage your day. And definitely go and download my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. On all digital platforms, you can be able to go download it. Go support, y'all. That song helped me, and I know it can help you. So definitely go download Jesus, You Make Me Happy, my single that's out there. Um, great things are happening. It's getting featured places, picked up places. It's God to God be the glory. So go check it all out, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. And definitely go follow my co-hosts. They're not in the studio today, but we have... Um, Chris Johnston, where his Instagram and everything handle is Sing Chris J. Or you could go find um, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, just like Marvin Gaye and Etta James put together Marvinetta Clay at her uh, her Instagram and social media, where it says Clay Marvinetta. So check her out. Go follow. Definitely go follow the Anointed Radio Network. Um, we got this weekend coming up, John P. Key and our own Dr. Marvinetta that's going to be performing, and it's going to be a great thing over at Mountaintop. So if you're in the city of Las Vegas, go check it out, y'all. And then we have coming up, um, we have a lot of things coming up, especially next month. A lot of great news. Definitely let you know in the Sunday broadcast. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. And going into the mix today, we're going to go with Everett Drake with Amen Goes Right There. See you in a minute. Since we're down here living 
like we want to be treated. We shall. We shall stand for something so we won't fall for just anything. Let's go! 
open your mouth and worship the Lord he's worthy of the glory he deserves the praise today come on everybody all over the room open your mouth and worship him. lift your hands and bless him in this place Real simple song Your heart, lift your voice. 
Just wanna be with you. 
King of Glory with Michael Smith and C.C. Winans. That is a beautiful song. I love that song. I love worshiping to that song at church. But we are going to go into our interview phase, and I'm going to be introducing to some and reintroducing to others. I have Pastor Dave Adamson here on the line, y'all. Everybody welcome him. Hello? Hello? Hey, hey, hey. So 
we're we're gonna first start off with a icebreaker question. Yeah. So the first icebreaker question is, what is your favorite holiday? Oh gosh, what is my favorite holiday? Well, um, there's a there's a couple of things that come straight to my mind. I mean, in in my family home uh, here in Atlanta, we uh, my wife is all about my wife is all about Christmas, and uh, so Christmas is a big thing for us here. Um, but I also am a huge fan of the Jewish holiday of. Sukkot and a huge fan of the Jewish holiday of Yom Kippur, mm. which is the day of atonement. Um, and so, you know, it'd be one of those three for me that stands out as probably my favorite holiday. Okay. So one thing I wanted to just kind of like dive into in the interview is as, so where is your hometown and, um, you know, just a little bit of background on how you got into ministry. Yeah, sure. Um, so I live in Atlanta at the moment. I've been living here for about six years, but my hometown, what I consider to be my hometown is Melbourne, Australia. Um, I'm from Australia. Uh, I lived in Australia for almost 35, 36 years of my, the first 36 years of my life. Um, and I um, left high school, went into college and got a journalism degree and uh, pursued a journalism career. Um, I became a Christian when I was about uh, 17, about a senior in high school. And so I left high school, went into a journalism degree in college, and really just pursued that career. I wanted to be a sports reporter my whole life. And so after a couple of years of college and working my way up through local newspapers into magazines, I became the youngest ever editor of Australia's highest-selling sports magazine. Wow. And from there went into TV. And I ended up, uh, for the last eight years that I lived in Australia, I was a TV sports reporter and producer for a show that was basically our, our equivalent of ESPN Sports Center. Okay. And I really had no plans, quite honestly, to be in ministry at all. Um, I was, I always wanted to be a sports reporter, but... Um, at a certain point in my life, God put a crossroads in my life. I got offered a position to work at ESPN Sports Center in Connecticut. And um, after some prayer and some fasting, my wife and I decided that it was the right decision to turn down that opportunity and left with nowhere, you know, no understanding of where I was supposed to take the next step. I contacted a pastor that I'd been listening to in New Jersey. Um, and uh, asked him, hey, you know, this is who I am, this is what I do, and, and uh, I just turned down the, the dream career, you know, the, the job of a lifetime. Um, what do you think I should do? And, and he ended up, um, after a couple of phone conversations, offering me a position to go into full-time ministry for the very first time. And so my wife and I sold everything we had in Australia, our house that we had just built, our cars, um, a lot of our furniture, and uh, we moved to New Jersey, of all places, to go into full-time ministry. And uh, the first position I had was as a creative director and a creative pastor. And then that moved into being a, an online pastor. And after five or so years of doing that, I moved to Atlanta, where I worked for North Point Ministries as the social media pastor here. Okay. That's, wow. So I definitely have to ask, so what is your favorite sport out of all sports? <laughs> Great question. Um, so, you know, I covered a lot of tennis uh, in my career as a sports reporter, and so I love the uh, Australian Open. Uh, I love the, the U.S. Open, uh, any of those major tournaments I love. But probably my favorite sport of all is a sport called Australian Rules Football, which a lot of people, when I talk to them about this, assume that it's rugby, but it's nothing like rugby at all. Uh, Australian Rules Football is the number one sport in Australia. And the best way to describe it is if you took uh, soccer, um, if you took uh, basketball, if you took American football, and you combine that all with ice hockey, that's essentially Australian rules football. Wow. Okay. 
that's different. <laughs> I want to actually go watch that now because you said that. I'm like, well, I'm putting all those together. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to Dude, look that I would up. highly recommend, I would highly recommend you go and watch it on YouTube or something like that. Just, just YouTube, you know, Google search uh, Australian Rules Football, you'll see some incredible sports and some incredible athletes as well. Amen. Going to do that. So um, one thing I wanted to kind of ask is how did, how did it, how was the transition of doing ministry on social media? Yeah, look, um, you know, when, when I first got into ministry, the last thing I thought I would ever be doing is ministering to people on social media. But, um, you know, he, here's where I land on all of that from a theological point of view. Um, you know, when, when we look at the life of the Apostle Paul, Paul used the technology of his day to connect with people who were far away from him. Now, the technology of his day was handwriting. For anybody who's listening who is under 30 years of age, handwriting is when you take a pen and you press it onto a piece of paper and you move your wrist around, and that's called handwriting. Um, so Paul used letters, to, you know, handwriting and letters to, to connect people who are far away from him with God and with the gospel. And so today we have to do exactly the same thing. Um, we have to be like Paul. We have to use the technology of our day. But in our day, in the 21st century, the technology of our day is social media, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, it's Twitter, it's YouTube. And we have to, as Christians, I believe, leverage those, that technology to connect people to God. And so a lot of what I do is, you know, personally, I uh, leverage my Instagram account to do daily devotions. Um, you know, part of what I say on my, my Instagram account is, you know, the Bible is complicated. Everybody who I know who follows Jesus wants to get more out of the Bible. And all I want to do is help. So I leverage my Instagram to help people get more out of their faith and more out of uh, their Bible readings. Um, but when it comes to our church, you know, we leverage things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and especially YouTube at the moment, uh, leveraging YouTube to connect people with God. You know, it's interesting. YouTube is the place where people go for answers. It's where they look for answers to fix everything from their car to their marriage. And, you know, in the modern day world, when people are asking deep spiritual questions or just deep moral question, you know, questions like, how do I fix my marriage? You know, that's where the church needs to be to provide those answers in that time of need. And so I'm really passionate about leveraging things like YouTube, leveraging things like uh, social media, like Facebook and Instagram to connect people with God and help them get the most out of their faith. Amen. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I got into social media ministry because I had a cousin you know, I, I think I was doing like a 30-day proverb in the month of July type challenge where I would just post a scripture, right? And I would say, yep. I would post a scripture and I would kind of just kind of break down what I got from it. And it was crazy. I, I saw at a football game my cousin, and my cousin was like, man, I like your post. You know, that's the closest to church I'm going to get. And I was like, <laughs> wow, I never thought about how many people are watching you and how powerful that you could just say, you know what, since you're watching me. Let me show you about Jesus. Let me show you about how yeah. how you could get a way of escape, how you can get empowerment, how you can get some deliverance through the Word of God. Mm. And mm. I, ever since then, I think that was like 2012, I think that from since then to now, I still do that because there's so many people that I know, especially when I look at my impressions, that are watching. They might not always like. They not might they might not always share or share at least to um, share at least to the um, to their friends, but I know they saw it. Yeah. And something that I yeah, said, yeah. something that I said can be helpful, you know, in that form of ministry. So that's why I, I believe that it's very powerful to use the tool of social media because you never know who you'll reach and who like, you know, who, who might be impacted by just a post, you know, two seconds of your time to be able to share yeah. to hundreds or maybe even thousands to millions of people to see your posts. Yeah, I could not agree more. You know, this is, this is the interesting thing about the world we live in, right? You know, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, now for the first time in human history, we literally have the technology available to us to literally go into all the world 
to make a difference in people's lives. And when we read things like, you know, when, when Google produces analytics that tell us what people are searching for at certain times of the, of the day, if we can be there in those moments, if we can minister to people, if we can provide answers to questions that they're asking for, we have a unique opportunity to present the gospel in a way that is transactional in that moment of most need. When people are asking those questions, we have the opportunity to provide the answers. Um, and that's where, like, I, that's why I'm so passionate about leveraging social media to do those sorts of things. Amen. So can you tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah, I've got, uh, I've actually got two books out. The first one is uh, called Chasing the Light, and it's, um, it's a devotional book, which has uh, 90 days worth of devotions in it. I started that because, you know, I'm a photographer as well as being a pastor, and uh, I got into photography because I wanted a creative outlet, but what I realized is my, my youngest daughter has dyslexia, and while she absolutely loves Jesus, her, her dyslexia means that she has stroke. She struggles to read scripture, but she understands deep biblical concepts through images. And so um, I leverage my social media to, to help her connect with God, um, essentially. And so the book, Chasing the Light, is all about that, is all about uh, basically taking my Instagram account and pushing it into a printed format. And then I have a second book out called 52 Hebrew Words Every Christian Should Know, um, and and, and the reason behind that is, you know, as I've looked into the uh, first century culture and the culture that Jesus grew up in, I've become very impacted by the fact that as a, as a Jewish Messiah, um, he had some biblical uh, concepts and, and some biblical ideas that he expressed throughout his ministry that we understand better and we have more of an opportunity to get most out of practically when we understand some key Hebrew words. So that one's called 52 Hebrew words that every Christian should know. And it basically just takes you through some uh, simple understanding of a couple of Hebrew words that will help open up your uh, understanding of Scripture in a brand new way. Hmm. Okay. So I have a question. Um, so there's a lot of people. I'm going to tell my own personal testimony. When I first started reading the Bible, it was hard for me because I, I just couldn't understand it. Now, I, I remember it, I, I got three Bibles, and I had a children's Bible, uh, <laughs> Bible uh, one of the Bible study, you know, with the commentary, and then the key, uh, King James Version. And I would pray because I was Thanks. like, God, I, I want to understand your word. I'm coming to church. I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to the ministry, but I want to understand you more. So with especially with your title, if you want to know more about the Bible, because sometimes people get confused with the Bible, what would you tell that young person? Or it might not even be a young person. Somebody that just want to get a deeper relationship with God. What would you tell them to better understand the Word of God? Wow. Man, that is such a great question. It's such a, a, a deep question as well. You know, one of the things I love um, about studying the first century culture is this idea that, you know, smart people give smart answers, but wise people ask smart questions. And you just asked a very smart question. Um, I think my answer would be something along the lines of this. I think sometimes as Christians, when we first uh, start following Jesus, we want to learn everything we can about Jesus. Um, but in doing that, we often overlook um, the idea of knowing who Jesus is. You know, we, we read the Bible for information instead of reading it for transformation. And I think when that starts to shift, that's when we really take the steps forward in our spiritual journey is when we start looking to read the Bible, not just for information, but for that transformational thing, for those practical things that we can do in our everyday life to live out Scripture. You know, um, having been to Israel many times, uh, led many trips there, um, one of the things I've realized is that reading the Bible is one thing, but actually experiencing it by being in the land of Israel and be walking through the Judean wilderness by walking through the uh, through En Gedi, you know, the natural spring that's in the in the uh, Judean wilderness. That's when you start to 
experience the transformational aspect of scripture and the transformational aspect of our faith. So I would always be encouraging people, don't just don't just read scripture for information. Read it for the transformational thing. It's one thing to to know the uh, to, to read about the author of the Bible. It's another thing to know the author of the Bible. So read it with the idea. Read scripture with the idea of um, not just getting information about who Jesus was, but understanding what Jesus did, so that you can live out what Jesus did in your everyday life. Amen. So, I kind of wanted to ask. The, the the one question I wanted to ask this is kind of a very simple question. What is your favorite book of the Bible and why? Oh, great question. Great question. Um, to me, the answer is really simple. Um, I obviously, I love the Gospels. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is something that I I read and I encourage other people to read every single month. So, so one of the things I, I constantly do from a, a studying the Scriptures is I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John every month. So week one, Matthew, week two, Mark, week three, John, like, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm always reading the Gospels, but from an overall, what is my favorite book in the Bible? It's definitely Deuteronomy. And that might seem weird on the surface, but when you look at the Gospels and you listen to what Jesus said, Jesus quoted more from the book of Deuteronomy than any other book in all of the Bible, in all of the, the Jewish scriptures. So, so for me, when I think of, I, I, you know, as a follower of Jesus, I want to be more like him. So I want to read the book that was his favorite book. And from what I can understand from reading scripture is that his favorite book was the book of Deuteronomy, because that's the one he quoted from the most. Amen. So just want to, this be the last question. Where can everybody find you? Where can everybody find your uh, church? And, um, giving honors to your pastor, shouting out your pastor, you know, letting everybody know who your pastor is at, um, at your church as well. Yeah, so I work at North Point Community Church, uh, North Point Ministries in Atlanta. So um, Andy Stanley is my pastor here. Um, he, he is a fantastic pastor, a fantastic leader, um, has such a deep knowledge and understanding of scriptures. I, I, I really am indebted to him for the way that my my faith has grown uh, over the past uh, five or six years or so. Um, I've got another guy who who I would consider being my pastor. That's John Woodall. He's a pastor and staff here at North Point as well. Um, he's just a mentor of mine. Um, so, so both of those guys have had a huge impact on my faith and on my life, uh, on my marriage, on the way that I raise my kids and every practical aspect. As far as how can people reach me, um, I have an Instagram account, Aussie Dave is my Instagram, at Aussie Dave, A-U-S-S-I-E. That's where I post my uh, daily devotions every single day without fail. Um, I'm always posting devotions that help people get more out of their reading the scripture, of the scriptures and more out of their faith. I also have an, a YouTube account, Aussie Dave Adamson on YouTube, where you know I post all sorts of things. Sometimes I post two-minute devotions where people can you know, spent two minutes just understanding something from Scripture in a deeper way. Other times, I'm in the middle of a series right now where I'm, uh, I spent some time in the Holy Land this year, and, and I go to these different holy sites, and I talk about what happened there, but also provide some sort of practical application from places like the Western Wall and Mount of Olives and Masada in the Judean Wilderness or the Jordan River or the Dead Sea. And so all of my stuff is I try to make it as practical as possible because I really think that's where the transformation happens. When we move from information to transformation is when what we read is, is very practical. So you can catch some of my stuff on YouTube at Aussie Dave Adamson or on Instagram at Aussie Dave, A-U-S-S-I-E Dave. Amen. Well, I want to just first of all say thank you for taking out your time. I know it's late on the East Coast, but we appreciate you coming on to the show. And, you know, if there's anything that we could do, if you guys are having any type of event, let us know. We're here to support you because I believe that unity brings change. So I definitely thank you. I appreciate you. Definitely stay in touch. I'll definitely be watching your um, devotionals because I always love sharing different devotionals because I, I share devotionals sometimes I make them sometimes I just share from others so I, I'll definitely be keeping yeah. in touch with you that way and 
like I said, you got family now here in Las Vegas. Definitely stay in touch. Don't be a stranger. And we thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thanks, man. I really, really appreciate it. God bless you. Amen. Amen. That was Pastor Dave Addison. And that was, uh, man, that was informational. Go definitely go follow him at Ozzy, A-U-S-S-I-E, Dave on Instagram, and Ozzy um, Ozzy Adam, Ozzy Dave Addison on YouTube. Definitely get some, uh, a word that you'll need, you know, especially if you're looking for a word. He has a lot. Like, I mean a lot. So, with that being said, Cletus! And it's about that time, so I wanted to just tell everybody, definitely come out this Saturday. John P. Key, Josiah Thomas, and Marvinetta, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. I mean, Friday. That's tomorrow, y'all. That's crazy. So I just want everybody... So I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. Make sure you follow my co-hosts. Um, Chris Johnson at Sing Chris J, Dr. Marvinetta Clay at Clay Marvinetta, and make sure you go follow the LV Anointed Radio on all platforms YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So, one thing I want to leave with you today I just want to use what Pastor Dave said. I like what he said don't read for information, leave, read for transformation because the Word of God has your answer. You just got to find it. See y'all on Sunday.